Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Swimming with the Dolphins. Welcome in the beginning of another week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere in unison. As we know, it's just gravy coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and ginormously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the Raz, the Razzmatazz. Of Gas Baggery, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So play the hits, my man. We're going to play the hits. NFL's what's king in these parts. We'll talk about the big trade that has been agreed upon in the NFL. We would like to alert all the affiliates down the line, though, that we will start handing out the hardware, the greatest night in overnight sports talk radio. Nobody else has this. We're the only show that has this right now. We will be giving out Bennies, the 2023 Bennies. I'll be kicking off in just minutes, and we are very excited to welcome in all the winners and congratulations to all the nominees. We're all dressed up. There's a certain buzz in the air. Everyone getting here early to prepare for the Bennies, and boy, are we excited about that. So we'll get to that coming up in a bit, but we have trade action in the NFL. A big name, a name we have heard of is on the move. 
The defensive back, shut down defensive back, Jalen Ramsey is changing laundry. The Dolphins are wheeling and dealing. I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Maybe not. We learned though, over the weekend the L.A. Rams are saying bye-bye to Jalen Ramsey. They sent him to Miami in exchange for a third-round pick, a tight end, someone named Hunter Long. We don't know who that is, and a my tie to be named later. The deal will be made official on Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I know it's always a big day on Wednesday when trades are official because that is the new league year. That is when the new league year begins. And Jalen Ramsey cranking open social media saying that he, quote, prayed for this to happen for about a month. Took him a month of prayer, and it happened. Not just a couple of days, a full month before the prayer was answered. Ramsey has not one, not two... But three years. Yes. How about a higher power wanted him in Miami? But Ramsey's got three years remaining on his contract. The Finns already agreed to guarantee the next two years. So that means Ramsey's only going to be in Miami for two years based on that. Uh, That's kind of obvious. All right. So let us discuss the question. How do you grade the Jalen Ramsey trade from the Rams to the Dolphins. So I have the Maller report card here. Dolphins get an A minus. The Rams get a C plus. So that's the Maller report card. I've got Pied Piper, Codependency, and Sorcerer's Workshop. And we will tie all of these things together, and we are going to make a nice, toasty, warm playoff game in South Florida, which has not happened very often. Like, the, when's the last time the Dolphins hosted a, a home playoff game? It feels like it's been a long time since that took place. So, a big day, big day for the Dolphins. Miami has a football team, and they're in it to win it. The Dolphins, who are lowered down the totem pole in the AFC, you do not have to be an insider to know that. You look at the upper crust of the American Football Conference at the very top, Kansas City. And the Chiefs are out by a couple of lengths. Then behind them, you got the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. The Dolphins are lagging behind. However, this is a flex-the-muscle situation. It's an act of aggression. Miami is marking their territory like a dog. Like a dog. They're marking their territory. Jalen Ramsey bringing the Pied Piper effect, the 800-year-old myth. He's a, he's a leader, a leader of men. The face of the defense, invaluable. He's got the charisma. He inspires loyalty, just like the Pied Piper. And now he's a dolphin. All right, now page two. What exactly, what exactly is going on here with the love connection between Jalen Ramsey and the Dolphins. So in addition to the Pied Piper effect, this continues a metamorphosis. It's very bizarre what's going on here because Miami is looking at the end. They're trying to end their codependency with Tua Tungavailoa while agreeing to extend the relationship. It makes no sense. The Dolphins know that even after picking up the fifth-year option, on Tua Tungabailoa for the 2024 season, they know they cannot rely on Tua. He's undependable. They've got to end the codependency. So, what are they doing? He's made out of glass. We all know that. He's fragile. So, as a result, Miami is deciding, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to fatten up the D. That's what we're going to do. 
Fatten up the defense right there, and so that's what they're doing there. Ramsey is going to be the face of that side of the football, but this continues a pattern. It started during the season last year. The Dolphins picked up an elite edge rusher, Bradley Chubb, the linebacker from the Broncos, during the 2022 regular season. They then, in this offseason, what do they do? The Dolphins, they cried uncle. Uncle Vic. Vic Fangio. He's a defensive guru. Just don't want him as your head coach. And Vic Fangio now, he's surrounded in Miami. He's got Jalen Ramsey, Bradley Chubb. He's the one calling the shots. And they've got Zayvon Howard, the leftover defensive back, who is very good. He's also there. Christian Wilkins, who was a high draft pick, defensive tackle. So they have the ingredients to be a top 10 defense in South Florida. They do. They, major upgrades. Major upgrades here. My, Miami was 24th in scoring defense last season. They were 19th in total defense. And that tells me that's not good. So I, I'm, I'm a football insider in the middle of the night. That, if you're 24th out of 32, that's not good. If you're 19th out of 32, that's not good. That's not good at all. All right, last word here. So how do the Rams turn the page? Say bye-bye to Jalen Ramsey. His ass is grass. Well, it's, it's clearly a bitter pill to swallow. Do I believe that it's all over? The Rams are done. It's all over. Have a funeral for the Rams. Uh, no, I do not. Uh, Ramsey's a good player. He will continue to be a good player. Hopefully he does very well with the Dolphins. Was an all-pro in two of the three full seasons that he spent in Los Angeles. Helped the Rams win Super Bowl 56, the greatest Super Bowl of all time against the Bengals. And Ramsey was the third highest rated defensive back in the NFL this past season. So it's not like he fell off the face of the earth. That according to the nerds, the geeks over at Pro Football Focus, he finished the season with four interceptions, 18 passes defended, and a whole lot of downtime as many teams did not even bother throwing to his side because they figured, why would we? Uh, because he's good and the other side's not so good. So the Rams, what they're doing here, it's not a turn out the last, the party's over. It's not that. It's a reshuffling of the deck is what it is. And this, nothing lasts forever. We knew this was happening. It is the circle of life. The circle of life in the NFL. Ramsey is gone. Bobby Wagner, who spent one year with the Rams, he's out. Leonard Floyd, sporadically good and often bad. Pass rush specialist, he's out. They all exit stage left in return. Oh, you draft nerds. You're, you're, you're having orgasm. The Rams got a draft pick. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, man. The Rams get the 77th pick in the draft and a tight end named Hunter Long, who was a third-round pick out of Boston College. So he came out of BC in 2021. So essentially the Rams got two third-round picks for Jalen Ramsey. Long has played all of 16 games, and I believe you have made a bigger impact in the NFL than he has, than, than Hunter Long has, who has mostly been a blocking special teams tight end who has made no impact whatsoever with the Dolphins. So now, now we turn our attention to Sean McVay and Les Snead, who have to go into the Sorcerer's Workshop they have to go into the Sorcerer's Workshop, find a few diamonds in the rough, and fill out the roster, which is going to have a lot of piecemeal players on the roster. But they will figure things out. There'll be some bumps, some bruises. But it was all worth it. Every loss was worth it. I don't care how long the Rams blow. 
It was worth it. They got to two Super Bowls in this run of of trading F-them picks and getting players. Two Super Bowls. They won one of them. And uh, you look at some of these pathetic, disgraceful franchises that never do this kind of thing, like the Lions and the Browns and teams like that. Of course. So if the Rams are, are down for a few years, that's fine. Perfectly okay with that. All good. And then you still have some other players that we've heard of on the team. You can, one thing about being in L.A. is you can't be a faceless, nameless team or you are doomed. You have to have. Have to have some headline players. And they have one on offense in Cooper Cup, and they have one on defense in Aaron Donald. And we'll see what the future holds for the Rams. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The madness of it all. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, right next door. We are blindfolded, coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and sizably powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the bag. Your favorite bag of wind. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's a big night on the show. We are glad you have chosen to listen on this night as opposed to other nights. We will get back to our exclusive coverage. We paid big money. Big money for the exclusive rights to the Benny Award show. And we will get back to the festivities. The red carpet was amazing. The after parties are going to be off the hook. And we'll get back to that coming up in a bit. But our lead this hour coming from the madness of it all, March Madness. It's a big day on Sunday, 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 the annual rite of spring. Now, technically... Spring does not get started for another week, March 20th. Although looking at the weather forecast, it's going to be delayed. Looks like Punxsutawney Phil was right. But Selection Sunday is the start of spring in our little world. And did you watch? Did you watch the revealing of the names? Were you locked in? Were you engaged? Were you mesmerized? Probably not. The field of 68 teams revealed the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Now, the automatic bids, it's important to note, handed out to 32 teams. So 32 teams knew we're in, we're good, we're golden. The rest of the field, the other 36 teams, earned at-large tickets. They punched their ticket at-large. Now, the Chalky McChalk at the very top, Alabama. What an interesting year it's been for the Crimson Tide. As Alabama out of the South, they are the overall number one seed in the tournament. Kansas in the West with their coach coming out of the hospital, Bill Self. Houston in the Midwest, and they were all number one seeds, along with Purdue in the East, the final number one overall seed. So you've got Alabama, Kansas, Houston, and Purdue, and based on the math, It is likely that at least two of those teams, certainly one of them, but two likely will end up in the Final Four. So let us discuss the question. Tell me your level of interest in the 2023 men's college basketball tournament, March Madness. What is your level of interest? So on a scale of 1 to 10, the Maller scale of interest, 1 to 10, I am at a 2. I'm at a 2. 2. Now, for gambling purposes, I am engaged, locked in, and will enjoy the fun. But in terms of compelling content, not so much. We'll explain what this is all about. I've got the Commodores, Crescendo, and Milk Carton. And we will combine all of these things together, and that will be the foundation of this Maller monologue. So first of all, we, we could sit behind these microphones all night long and pretend that we're fired up. And many people will. Many people will do the job that I'm doing. 
They are fellow gas bags and blowhards, and they will put on a happy face. Woohoo! And they'll do a little song and dance, and they'll go, woo wee! We're so excited! Woo! College basketball! Wee! Uh, and then when, as soon as the mics turn off, you'll get the honest perspective. Boy, this sucks. What are we doing? I mean, did I sell that segment? Or did I sell that? Did people buy into that? Uh, and it, listen, it, it's, it's not based on reality. We, we play the hits. One of our bosses, play the hits, my man, play this. Now, I'm not totally against college basketball. We have sampled some college basketball. I've tried to do my due diligence to watch random college basketball games over the last couple of months. The results have been less than memorable. It has been a lounge act, not a main event, a lounge act. Underwhelming would be a word we can use, and we have watched teams with little rhythm and timing. These are supposed to be some of the top teams in the country, disjointed, choppy seas, turbulent waters. And College Hoops continues to be a Commodore's hit song from the 1970s, Brick House. Now, they're not talking about a curvaceous woman. They are talking about bricks. There's a brick there. There's a brick here. There's a brick everywhere. You get a brick. You get a brick. You get a brick. You get a brick. So the lyrics of the song have obviously been changed, and this is about a a medley of bricks, air balls, clankety clanks off the rim, poor shooting techniques, lack of focus, poor form, and just a general lack of quality control, which is not there in college hoops. Games are ugly, slow, highlights. Uh, really, when I've watched these games, there's a lot of unskilled players grappling in the paint, and the officials still to this day micromanage, micromanage the games. They interfere. They're interlopers. Now, I know we're never going to get college basketball back to the way it used to be, and there were not perfect days in college. I mean, even when I remember and romanticized college basketball, I'm sure if I went back and watched it, I'd be like, well, that wasn't that good. But it's not going to be professional quality. Regardless, it shouldn't be hamburger helper quality either. It's got to be somewhere in, in between, and a lot of it stinks to high heaven. When you get past the pomp and circumstance and the tradition, March Madness, it, it's a lot of it is unwatchable. Now, secondly, can this become a compelling television show? And this is where things get wacky. So my level of interest out of a scale of 1 to 10, I'm at a 2, but that said, March Madness is captivating because of gambling, because of the office pool. It's manufactured drama. It's gripping, nail-biting, and, and all that. And the wild thing is that March Madness is not like uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not like your typical rock song. I mean, it kind of starts out mellow. Most rock songs start out mellow, and then that's the introduction, and then they steadily increase in volume. Uh, this is more a piece of music that starts out really loud. And it, it's got the crescendo right there at the beginning before decreasing in volume. And that is the fly in the ointment. And there's really no way to fix it. There's a direct line between engagement when your bracket is alive as opposed to when your bracket is busted. The level of interest goes down, 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 down. Meaning... That, for example, let's say you had Purdue in your bracket winning the whole thing. Go Boilermakers. And then the Boilermakers do a belly whopper in the second round of the tournament. All of a sudden, you are back to Netflix. You're not giving a cockroach's ass 
what happens the rest of the tournament because you are out. Now, for what it's worth, we turn to our friends in the gambling world to find out where the most bang for the buck is, and that would be in the West Bracket. That's what the gamblers tell us. They're in it to win it. They have a financial stake, and uh, they tell us that the of the top 10 teams most likely to win the NCAA tournament, four of them, 40% are in the West. 40%. You've got Kansas, the top seed in the West. They're the favorite, uh, opening up at plus 800 to win the title. But you've got the Jayhawks, who have the, the third best odds overall behind Houston and Alabama. But the gambling community has UCLA as the number two team in the West, the fifth best odds to win the tournament at plus 1,200. The Bruins, only the only team... I don't want to phrase it. They're the highest ranked team outside of the four number one seats. So as a number two, UCLA, the highest ranked. And then the third seed, Gonzaga, the Bulldogs, are tied for the seventh lowest odds in the tournament at plus 1,600, same as Arizona. You've got UConn, Connecticut, sitting at plus 1,800 to win it. They've got the ninth best odds in the tournament. So that means that of the nine most likely scenarios in the in the looking at the gambling world looking at what Vegas is doing the nine most likely winners of the NCAA tournament according to the odds uh, they they all are in the west region the western region now the east if you're looking for soft you go head east head east young man purdue which is the least likely winner of the tournament based on the number one seeds from what i was Perusing earlier at plus 1,000, second seed Marquette. They're the 11th most likely champion. That is behind the rest of the two seeds in the NCAA tournament. And the three seed in the East region is Kansas State. Now, Kansas State, K-State, is plus 4,000 to win the tournament. That is tied with four other teams as the 16th most likely champion. Are you keeping track of this? All right, so the final thought, what are you looking forward to? Like, What are you really looking forward to in March Madness? Well, I'm like a broken record if you've heard me over the years here. It's it's the, the stars. It's the stars. I'm a scout. And in this tournament, you're looking at the, who are the guys are going to be at the next level, and that's where really where this is a dud, right? And that's the problem. There's no way to fix it. The 2023 NCAA tournament is devoid of blue-chip talent. Is that a correct statement or incorrect statement? I believe it is a correct statement. I'll tell you why. The unicorn is on the milk carton. The unicorn is on the milk carton and nowhere to be seen. You will not watch in the South, East, Midwest, any of these brackets. You will not be seeing the bona fide runaway superstar in the making who will not, not be part of the tournament. He's on a milk carton. Victor Wembanyami. Of uh, of France, the number one pick, and Wimbayama uh, was he didn't not eligible, he's not playing in college basketball. So we we have heard his name for several years, the French connection, and he he will be playing as the number one overall pick for the Rockets, the Pistons, or a team to be named later. The projected number two pick is someone named Scoot Henderson. Who is that? I don't know, but he's not playing college basketball. He's a G League guy, and he's projected as the number two pick. So that leaves 
the gun-loaning Brandon Miller of Alabama as the top-ranked player in the tournament. Miller giving a teammate a weapon that was then used to kill a woman. And the most amazing part of the story was not punished in any way, no tangible punishment uh, for that, uh, whether criminally or by the team. Was more of a pat on the back. Good job by you from the Crimson Tide, which is very bizarre. But hey, I guess they do things a little differently there. And so uh, here we are. And even the NCAA selection committee, you think maybe them, all the uh, wokesters over there, would have punished uh, Alabama, but that did not happen. So that is the player, Brandon Miller, who is at the very top in terms of the projections. Now, after that, you've got a couple of Arkansas players Nick Smith, the point guard, Anthony Black, who's a guard as well. Projected to be top five picks. And then you go down to Dick. Grady Dick of Kansas as he is projected as a lottery pick. And there's a, a kid from Baylor as well. So those are some of the NBA-bound players. North Carolina. How about a special tip of the microphone in North Carolina who went from starting the season as the preseason number one to missing the tournament. The Tar Heels will now become the answer to a trivia question the first top-ranked team in the AP preseason poll to miss March Madness altogether since 1985 when they expanded the field to 64 teams. It had never happened. The Tar Heels, 20-13. and 13, They had four starters back from a team that made a magical run last March to the NCAA title game, beat Duke on the way there in the Final Four weekend, spoiling Coach K. Hubert Davis taking over for Roy Williams, and with Roy Williams' players, did pretty well with his own players, uh, which were a lot of leftovers, not so well. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Coop Delhoop. Over the weekend, LeBron James took to Twitter to endorse to endorse Mike Brown for NBA Coach of the Year. Yeah, Ben, will he win the award? This is Buddy. Uh, it, is, it would be an upset if Mike Brown does not win the award. There's a formula. There's a cadence to these kind of things, and the formula is in favor of Mike Brown. The Kings were supposed to suck. This year, they were supposed to blow, and they they don't. They've overachieved. They've got one of the top records in the West. They play a a high-octane style of basketball. They're aesthetically pleasing, and the only real competition Mike Brown has is Joe Mazzula of the Celtics, who took over a chaotic situation. The the Celtics, who were flying very high, they've cooled off a little bit here of late, but Mike Brown is several lengths ahead of Joe Mazzula and he's pulling away as the coach of the year, so it's nice of LeBron to go with Chalk, a guy that he's hired and gotten fired multiple times, Mike Brown. Next! There are reports that the Carolina Panthers are at odds over which quarterback to take with the number 1 overall pick and could even trade back down. Ben, are you buying this? No. That would be the dumbest of the dumb for the Carolina Panthers. Listen, they made the trade. Stay with the. You obviously wanted somebody. You were horny enough to get one of these quarterbacks that you traded up to get the number one pick. The pick is C.J. Stroud of The Ohio State University. That should be the number one pick. He's ahead of Bryce Young on my board. The Maller board's the only board that matters. Anthony Richardson would be football negligence if they draft him. Will Levis is a good story because the guy eats bananas whole. He doesn't even take the skin off the banana, but it's it's C.J. Stroud. And and, and secondly, uh, Carolina, the, the idea that they would trade the number one pick, what is the point of trading to get the number one pick and then unload? It makes no sense. 
My theory is that these NFL insiders are just tossing this out there to continue to build up the drama to the late April draft. But we had a month and a half to go. And there's, there's no need for this. Okay, stop. Next! The NFL Players Association issued a statement over the weekend opposing a rule change that would see the hip drop tackle outlawed. Ben, do you think there's any chance they succeed at change or at stopping the rule change? Well, first of all, it's unlikely since it's the NFL does everything out of an abundance of caution. Out of an abundance of caution, uh, the the NFL uh, is going to continue to they're, they're they're heading that direction to outlaw the hip drop tackle. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, Tony Pollard of the Cowboys was injured against the 49ers. It looked like a pretty routine football play. Of course, people uh, blustered and and screamed and shouted and got all upset. But the NFL's got to prevent liability. The rule is subjective. How else are you supposed to tackle? It's rather absurd. And injury is part of tackle football. It was not a dirty play. And the only reason it is under review is because a Dallas Cowboy player was involved in, as we said, Tony Pollard against the 49ers. It would be very difficult to enforce the punishment in real time. So I don't know how you would enforce it in real time because it looked like a fine play. It didn't look like an illegal play. Like the horse, co- the horse collar tackles kind of, you can obviously see that one. Uh, but to answer your question, I do not think the union will succeed. How did we do? You passed this edition. That is a winner at the buzzer. That's a buzzer beater. I won the game at the buzzer. Woo! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, you. And away we go. It's the instant advice line. Unscreened radio. The safety net is off on this historic night. The 105th edition of the Benny Awards giving out the top awards in overnight sports talk radio. And who needs our advice? Well, I think all of the winners, yours truly included, that have won Benny Awards, how to handle this new celebrity, this new fame (laughs) of being honored as a winner of the award, the Benny Awards. And uh, by the way, also, we had the Instant Advice Line winner earlier. If you missed it, Sean the Hood guy was the winner. He edged out very competitive category, edged out fudgy in an upset. Uh, and also, it was very I – mean, the top three were, were neck and neck. Angry Bill also. So uh, your advice on how to handle winning a Benny Award at 877-99 on Fox, the number 877-996-6369. Hello, line one. You're on the air, line one. Go. Number one. All you got to do pull up a switch on him. Pull up a switch. All right. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, you're next. We're giving advice on all the Benny Award winners. Hello. You're next, sir. Yeah, screw that. What about Saddleback College? Why aren't they in the big dance? Well, they should, they should be, and it's an injustice by the selection committee. Line four. Hello, line four. Ooh. Fenley should have won one, too. That's total BS. All right, hitting up on him. What's wrong with that jacket? Be happy you won. Tell him to go to bed. Tell Finley to go to bed. Hello, line six. You're on the air, line six. Line six is not paying attention. We'll go to line one again. Hello, line one. It's the Insta Advice Line for the winners of the Benny Awards. Hello, line one. 
Hello, Ben. I didn't win. Oh, I'm sorry about that. It's unfortunate. Hello, line two. You're on the air. We're giving advice to all the award winners of the Bennies. Demand a voter recount. Voter fraud. Scott needs to be banned. All right. Voter fraud. From... Sound like an angry Tammy in Montana. Hello, line three. You're on the air, line three. Line three, cocaine and hookers. All right, sir. We I didn't ask what you I didn't ask what you're doing right. Is that John Morant? I don't know. All right, hello, line four. Line four. Hello, line four. All right, this is going very well. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number. It's unscreened radio. Hello, line six. You're on the air, line six. Party time at the Waffle House. It's on Ben Maller. That's right. Absolutely. Come on down. All right. Line one. Hello. I know it's you, Roberto. No, there there it is. I know it's you, Roberto. (laughs) Line three. Hello, line three. I'm Bucky Cabot, and I've been robbed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One more. Hurry up, Coop. Pick it. Line six. Line six. You're on the air. Line six. Good morning, Tom. Oh, line six. Not fast enough. Great advice. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Let's get back to the Benny Awards. So exciting. So, so exciting. The 2022 Beer Drinking Brian Worst Caller of the Year. The Worst Caller of the Year. The nominees are so many nominees. Poppy in San Diego, Andre in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, our buddy Hollering James from the Twin Cities, Sir Scratchoff from the highways and byways of Arkansas, Paul, better known as Redbreast Paul in Rhode Island, and Marcel in Brooklyn. Marcel nominated a couple of times here to close it out. Envelope, please. And the winner of the 2022 Beer Drinking Brian Memorial Worst Caller of the Year goes to Poppy in San Diego. Congratulations, Congratulations, Poppy. Poppy. You are a winner, Poppy. Winner. Winner, winner, winner. Unbelievable. It has been said this is the most important category on the show, the Worst Caller of the Year. And Poppy in San Diego. He put in a lot of work. He did. There were many terrible phone calls that Poppy made. <laughs> Almost every night it was a terrible phone call. And Poppy, you are a winner. You get the two golden tickets. You get the prize pack there. I can't wait to see you at the after party. Congratulations, <laughs> Poppy. You are the worst caller in the year 2022. What an honor. Well-earned, Poppy. Well-earned. A lot of bad phone calls to get to that level. So congratulations to you, Poppy. And one of the few people honored as a winner. And thanks to all the nominees. And this is a very upsetting category. People were pulling for Marcel in Brooklyn. Uh, Some really believe that Andre in the Commonwealth should be the answer. But in the end, it goes to... Poppy in San Diego. And now there is one category left. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The moment of truth. The pinnacle of the 2023 Bennies is right now. The 2022 slash 2023 Jeannie and Medford 
Caller of the Year. The nominees for Caller of the Year. Marcel in Brooklyn. Yes, Marcel was nominated for Worst Caller and Best Caller. Marcel has won this award in the past. Jed, who fled from the Gulf Coast of Florida, from the great state of Maine, Whoopi Pie Blair. From the Commonwealth, from the north end of Boston, Blind Scott. From Windsor, Ontario, he's retiring from Sports Talk Radio, Cowboy John Brad in Windsor. And the final nominee from Dayton, Ohio, Dick in Dayton. The envelope, please. And the winner of the Genie in Medford, caller of the year, the Benny goes to... Dick in Dayton, oh my God, the Dixter is the caller of the year. Dick in Dayton, Dick in Dayton. You are the winner. Congratulations, Dick. You have been honored by the electorate to hundreds and hundreds of votes from all over the world. And Dick in Dayton is the big winner. And congratulations Dick to the Dixter as you edged out to Cowboy John Brad and Marcel in Brooklyn. But Marce- Marcel Dick won't be denied. Marcel came close to winning worst caller and best caller. That would have been amazing. But uh, but nonetheless, Dick and Dayton is the winner. So His congratulations, name is Dave, and, and, and he won't Dave. know until he calls yeah. us. Dick has no idea that this is he's even nominated, <laughs> and couldn't couldn't give a rat's ass that he's nominated at all. He just wants to get his takes on. But thank you, everyone. Seriously, all you guys that were part of the show, whether you won or lost, it doesn't matter. Uh, we don't give we don't give uh, awards just for being nominated, but we were happy that you're part of the show, and it's all in good fun. Congratulations, here. Poppy! So, uh, Poppy, big winner, worst caller, Poppy, Dick and Date in the top call. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.